You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. So we have had a short break here over the holidays, but now we are back delivering more PIM content every second Tuesday. We have a lot of different topics uh, ahead, uh, some really interesting guests that are being booked as we speak. And also, if, if you have any suggestions, please reach out. And uh, today we're going to revisit the construction industry. I have an interesting guest here uh, that is a CEO of the company that, that owns the leading data pool when it comes to um, construction product data and the building industry here in, in Sweden and they are, are doing a new project based upon uh, the River Product Marketing Cloud. So um, without further ado, let's go on with the talk. Today I'm very happy to have Truls Hansen, CEO at Logic Sweden as a guest here at PIM Talk. So welcome Truls. Thank you. I mean, the reason why I invited you here was that uh, you're um, a new customer of ours and uh, at Logic you work with uh, the largest um, data pool or um, for uh, the construction industry in Sweden, Finfo, that's correct, right? That's correct, yeah. And um, we had uh, a couple of months ago, we actually had an episode where we talked about the, a little bit about the, the challenges in the construction industry mm-hmm. in general. And I think it would be interesting now to talk about the opportunities that uh, manufacturers within this industry has if they just can provide better product information out to, to their uh, retailers and to their partners. So, but first, uh, Truls, if you just could start uh, by telling us a little bit more, more about yourself, your background and, um, and your work here at uh, Logic and Finfo. Yeah, uh, I've been in charge of uh, Logic's Swedish business for the last uh, three years, uh, but have worked for the better part of the last 10 years with uh, digital business communication, different forms. Uh, Logic as a company uh, is a provider of, uh, you could say, cloud-based solutions for distribution of, of business-critical data between um, well our customers and their business partners. So we're both in the cloud business then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Exactly. As you mentioned, uh, Finfo is a, uh, you could say, a business area within Logic, uh, um, specifically uh, focused on the building industry. Um, uh, and the service we provide is basically uh, validated product master data. Um, we have around uh, 400 manufacturers or producers of building materials uh, on the on the one side that uh, distributes uh, information to us, which we in turn uh, validate and enrich in, in different forms uh, and make it available to to our subscribers, uh, which predominantly is made up of building material retailers or, or distributors, uh, but also a number of sort of um, uh, surrounding uh, players in the business, different kind of software providers and so forth that uh, that um, are in need of, of this kind of data. Um, and uh, it's a business that has existed for, for a lot of years. Um, uh, you could say the database as such was, was created uh, uh, in, in the end of the 90s um, and um, it is the result of a you could say industry cooperation amongst uh, uh, building material retailers in, in, in Sweden uh, and uh, Finfo has been the you could say the technical provider of this service for, for, for all these years. How long time did you say? Or? Well, basically, you would say the cooperation around uh, distributing price information and so forth from manufacturers have existed since the 50s. But, okay. but as a database, it has existed since the, the end of the 90s. Okay. And uh, it has been part of Logic for, for the last uh, 10 years, approximately. Okay. Could you say something about the evolution of, of, of this kind of, of solution? You, you mentioned that... Uh, it maybe started around prices and that kind of information and has evolved from that so yeah uh, you could say the the, the most so the central part of the database that has been been part of it since the beginning is very much related to to price information but also different kind of logistics uh, information um, so so size of of uh, of products and the kind of information you need for for uh, transportation and and, and uh, storage and, and uh, sort of uh, shelf planning, these kind of things, A and then uh, maybe most importantly, uh, identification of uh, of products and product articles. Um, a typical, or you could say, a, a large building material distributor in, in uh, could hold between six hundred or or up to a million products in there in their catalog yeah. um, and uh, in order to be able to to search for these these products you need a yeah you, you need a, a automated way of, of working with it so so that's been the underlying demand basically but over the years uh, I mean, demands have have of course have changed and, and um, grown bigger i mean everything to do with the internet uh, uh, online catalogs uh, um, e-business and so forth have increased the demand for, for pictures and, and commercial texts. And uh, um, one of the, the most obvious uh, sort of developments over recent years has been the, the need for different kinds of environmental uh, information, yeah. uh, certifications, uh, but also uh, environmental uh, declarations. Uh, and what we see happening now is, for instance, uh, regulation on, on um, on the climate impact of, of buildings that will lead to to new demands for for that kind of data okay 
our goal and our prom- sort of customer promise is, is to be yeah, a one-stop shop for, for, for all this kind of product-related information. All right. So price and logistics data, we have the legal information, technical specifications, but, but I guess also more and more different kind of me- media assets, right? Yeah. Uh, so very much, especially high definition pictures. Uh, I mean, you, as a manufacturer, you don't get your product on the distributor's uh, web shop if you can't provide, uh, I mean, good pictures and, uh, and commercial texts. Um, there's a lot of documentation related to the aftermarket that are important as well. I mean, installation manuals, uh, different kinds of instructions for use and so forth. Okay. What about beam objects? Um, we haven't seen the demand really from, from our customers. Uh, we have looked into it and, uh, it would be fully possible to, to, uh, to link to different kinds of databases where beam objects are created, but we haven't really, we haven't really experienced the need yet. All right. And, uh, and now you're looking into, um, a replatforming or so you are rebuilding, uh, parts of your solution so maybe you could just give a, a little bit uh, background uh, what you want to accomplish with this uh, replatforming well there are a number of different uh, sort of primary goals but one is to or the first and foremost you could say to provide a a better service, a better solution for our uh, sort of data submitters from the, from the manufacturers. Um, so we were in need of a solution that basically gave them a, a more user-friendly experience. Um, um, we were looking for a solution that uh, uh, gave them quicker response to the when, when it came to the um, the quality of the data um, and gave them a quicker. Um, a sort of overview of, 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 of erroneous data um, and on top of that an easier way of handling these these deviations um, and um, what we got in this new Enviva platform is the possibility for for, for uh, sort of adding different kind of notifications to to personalize them which makes the the handle of uh, handling of, of, of errors and of data in general much more much easier for for the manufacturers so that was uh, that was one important part it also it will also offer us a, a better or the manufacturer a better control of the quality of their of their pictures and in general a, a sort of better opportunities to survey the the quality of their data input and the what we call degree of completeness um, there's a lot of uh, as i mentioned uh, sort of very broad demand of information and and uh, uh, it's not every single product or article that are, uh, I mean, as important when it comes to su- supplying all this information. But but um, with this new platform, they will have a better overview of, of which articles are sort of, uh, yeah, fully completed when it comes to information and, and which are not. Okay. So if I'm a manufacturer and... Uh, Maybe I worked with you for quite some time or, or I would like to start uh, providing information to, to Finfo. What benefits can I get if I manage to increase the completeness of my product information? If I, if I can you know, uh, provide you with more information, well, what is the, the, the treats or the benefits that, that I could gain from that? 
Well, what we experience is that from the from the building material retailers side, uh, the sort of the quality of data delivery has, has become an increasingly important factor when they when they choose their suppliers. Um, and we have also definitely seen a, a journey from from Finfo's beginning where where the delivery of data was very much something that manufacturers was forced into. Um, uh, it has been a, a long journey to reach the, the 400 manufacturers we have today. Uh, a lot of uh, information campaigns and, and education and so forth. Whereas today that we see definitely a, a number of manufacturers for whom delivery of data, data quality is, is, is uh, I mean, something they perceive as a competitive edge. Um, we have seen, of course, also a, a large upgrading in in the sort of uh, you could say system support on the manufacturer side, where where quite a number of them have PIM different kind of PIM systems today. Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, because. I mean, more and more companies today are investing in the PIM in order to to be able to manage their product information in one place and be able to increase the quality, increase the amount of information, and also to be able to use that in all available channels. So, so can you see a difference in between the manufacturers that has a PIM today and the one that are, are, are not having a PIM support? Uh, yeah, but we, we definitely can. Of course, this difference also often marks a difference between sort of large and smaller companies and, and different degree of competences within the company. But but we definitely see that difference. And it's obvious that the ones that, that sort of are able to provide better information to us are most often companies that have this information in their own core systems, whereas the ones that sort of um, have to go through a number of manual processes, work with the Excel sheets and so forth to to keep track of their of their input to to the Finfo database. Have much more troubles uh, in terms of quality. Yeah, and I also understand now when when you will implement the River Product Marketing Cloud, and that will enable a, a number of new functionalities that you're also looking into be able to to um, offer a sort of a mini PIM for, for the, maybe the smaller manufacturers that are, are not maybe in a place today where they will invest in their own PIM solution. Maybe you could say something about that. Yeah, definitely. For, for some of them, it will be, I mean, this will be their first <laughs> real contact or possibility to work in, a, in an actual PIM solution. Um, and what we will offer them is, is the, the possibility of using this, this system even for, for resources or pictures, for instance, that are not distributed to our subscribers, uh, but either used at the company itself or, or or uh, they might have businesses outside the building sector and and customers they have whom they can they can serve from uh, from from this system. Um, so that's definitely uh, one opportunity that that will arise. And another um, sort of request we have had or, or demand that is increasingly coming from the retailers is to have. Um, Sort of in the exported data relations between, uh, uh, yeah, a, a products and, and articles. It could be between a a, a machine and, and spare parts or other kind of consumables. Um, 
that they today have to create for themselves in their in their web shops um, uh, in order to sort of reach upsell potentials and so forth. Uh, All right. So the, those kind of relations will also be a part of the enhancements that you will implement. Exactly. That will be a that will be a possibility. And as a manufacturer, how does it work? Uh, do you send files? Uh, will you send files, or what are the different ways that you can be able to submit information to you? Um, it's possible to upload data. Uh, it's also possible uh, um, to transfer data through APIs. Um, a lot of companies are still working with files. It's the same on the subscriber side, but we see uh, more and more companies uh, sort of yeah having the ability to to receive data through APIs and and increasingly moving to that channel. But it's it's still very much file based, I would say. But then the addition to that will be the mini PIM functionality, where you can log in and enrich your own data as well and get a better overview over the data that you have in FIMFO, I guess. Exactly. And uh, we have the opportunity to create content stores for, for subscribers as well, where they can, yeah, in a different way from today, shop for the information that they need, for instance, if they want putting together a campaign or, or something like that. So as a retailer, I can then log in and select the products that I'm interested in and download the data and the media resources uh, and so. Exactly. In a much more eclectic fashion that, that would uh, have, have previously been been uh, been able to offer where you would have to, to download an, uh, the entire portfolio of a, of a certain uh, manufacturer or, or something like that. You're listening to PIM Talk, the product marketing podcast. And after this short break, we're going to continue to talk to Truls from Logic about FIMFO and the construction industry and PIM. PIM stands for Product Information Management, and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. What challenges are there specifically within the building industry or the construction industry, would you say, uh, when it comes to utilizing product information for different purposes? I think they have come uh, quite a long way when it comes to, to sort of basic uh, f uh, master data. Um, the use of, uh, there's a common use of, of product identification numbers and, and so forth. Uh, there's also, they have also reached a, a, a sort of a certain level when it comes to to uh, digital trades. I mean, to have a supply chain docu documents in, in automated forms and so forth. But but uh, but I would say there's still a still a lot to do. Um, I mean, construction often comes out in in sort of these uh, when you range the digitalization levels of different industries. Uh, I mean, at, at the bottom and and definitely both in terms of of um, of, of sort of you could say web shops or e e trading there there's a, a lot of ground to be to be uh, reached yet um, 
And you could say in the relationship between the building material distributors and their customers, which are traditionally, uh, I mean, construction workers, uh, that relationship is is still to a very low degree uh, digitalized. Um, and I believe that 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 part of the the way of of achieving that, which will be, uh, I'm sure, in the future, a, a, a an important uh, sort of competitive parameter is to offer better solutions for 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 the the constructors to um, the construction uh, workers to to uh, to order material uh, and to arrive at that you would need i mean yeah high quality data is, is definitely key yeah you need to uh, provide the same type of knowledge data that you would uh, get if you're in contact with a good uh, salesperson or a good mm -hmm. consultant that can guide you through the, the choices of material and solutions and so on. And in order to get that same experience in a, a digital, in a mobile app or, or on the mm -hmm. e-commerce store, I mean, you have to have that product information in order. And it's not just about SKUs, it's about, as you talked about, the different relationships within the products and the, mm -hmm. the more rich media and, and all supporting documents as well. Yeah, because I mean, we're talking very much about B2B business here. I mean, these companies have a B2C business also, but the predominant part of their business is serving professional builders. And and you can't look away from the fact that that to move these customers to a, a into a web shop or a, an, an online way of ordering material also means that you move them to a, a self-service solution, whereas today they are supported quite heavily or get a lot of sort of extra benefits from having a direct contact with their with their salesperson. So that puts relatively high demands on, on these different types of, of uh, ordering systems or web shops that that um, that you would need in order to to move this this customer category so going back a little bit to more about the quality of product data i mean if if you have bad product data what would that result in in the end what are are the the um, the result of that you could say that the data we we receive uh, and distribute reaches uh, around 1,000 outlets uh, throughout Sweden, uh, uh, and that gives a little bit an, an impression of of uh, sort of the exposure faulty data we'll also get, uh, and uh, the input to our database is is uh, uh, so sort of ends up on the. Um, uh, sort of uh, shelf labels and, and in the cashier systems, uh, in uh, in uh, storage uh, management systems, and so forth. So, if information about uh, package size of packages and so forth are not correct, it creates a, a, a lot of issues. Um, if uh, you attach the the wrong picture to the wrong article, uh, yeah, it ends up wrongly in in a, in a web shop uh, and so forth. Uh, yeah, that will lead to maybe returns or uh, other kinds of things as well. Exactly. So the cost related to handling the the uh, you could say the results of of faulty data are just so incredibly much bigger than 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 sort of making sure that your data is is uh, is good from the beginning and then we haven't even about talked about prices which is of course maybe the most Im important uh, 
data category when it comes to having correct data. Um, but an, another aspect of that is, is, is also, as I mean, when uh, these companies started with the web shops, you could still get away with, with having a, a certain part of your product portfolio without pictures. Today, your product will never reach the web if you can't produce a, a, a high quality picture. You just, just don't get on there. Um, and, um, of course, it's a source of uh, frustration for the retailers if they have to sort of contact manufacturers directly to, in order to, to get the kind of information that they expect to be in, in, um, in the database. And another thing I was thinking about is, I mean, um, uh, data standards and classifications and so on. So, uh, I mean, uh, one standard is ETIM. Is that something that uh, you work with as well within the, the FINFO solution? or? Yeah, uh, we are collecting uh, what you could call product attributes uh, according to the uh, to the ETIM standard. The kind of uh, sort of uh, search up uh, possibilities that you are used to when you look for electronic products and so forth don't exist in uh, when it comes to building material, uh, and that's what we are we are building at the moment. Um, attributes today are typically. Uh, delivered from uh, each manufacturer according to different standards or, or different uh, entities uh, and so forth. And, and uh, with the use of this European uh, terminology or, or framework, um, all manufacturers will give uh, measurements uh, and so forth uh, in the same units, which will make it possible to, to also handle attributes in an, in an automated way. So, so that is also part of the of the database. Something that is coming up soon is the FINFO day on the 19th of March. So mm -hmm. maybe you could say something about that. Yeah, it's it's our, our annual event where we invite uh, customers and uh, both on the on on manufacturer side and, and the retail side and um, partners and different uh, sort of uh, yeah interesting uh, insightful speakers uh, from from our area of business um, together to a, a full day in, in Stockholm uh, to provide um, yeah enable meetings and and provide them with new inspiration when it comes to everything related to to product information basically okay yeah and of course um, we uh, from in river will also be there so yeah. if you want to talk to us and as you said truls um, i mean the new finfo solution will for for many companies be maybe their first contact with what a pim system could be like with the mini pim solution but mm -hmm. might also be the companies that has more extensive pim needs and so on and and that Will also be maybe a good first step on looking into to the River Product Marketing Cloud or or other services. So um, we're looking forward to to meet. Yeah, and, and uh, part of the program will definitely be a, a more in depth presentation of a number of the things we've spoken about today. So we're looking forward to that. We are still uh, in the implementation phase of this new solution, so we are very much looking forward to rolling it out during the the spring of of uh, of this year and. Um, yeah, looking forward to offering our customers on, on both sides uh, improved services and, and, and new possibilities. Sounds exciting. So thank you so much, Struz, for being on the show. You're very welcome. See you around. See you. It's a new year and also a lot of new opportunities to meet. Uh, you can meet us on several events and also there will be many community 
uh, events during the year here as well where you can meet other customers working with PIM and also meet our partners that has exciting solutions for different industries and for, for different applications. So uh, looking ahead here, uh, on the 21st of January, we are holding um, an online webinar with Vimu redefining B2B commerce for 2020 and beyond. You can sign up on our website. Uh, in end of March, March 29th to April 2nd, we will be at Magento Imagine in Las Vegas. So you can meet us there uh, the same days. But in Sweden on April 1st and 2nd, it's the big Pinpoint Summit 2020. Last year, we gathered almost 1,000 persons at Slaktuset here in Malmö. It was a great event, two days full of interesting workshops, um, opportunities to, to meet other people within the business. And uh, go and book your tickets now. Uh, so go into uh, to the River website and sign up for Pinpoint Summit 2020. I'm really excited about that. It's gonna usually is the highlight of the year, at least for for me. And Pim Talk will be there. We will be having several live Pim Talks. Uh, last year we had the silent Pim Talk, uh, where you could have um, headphones and and we could have a really intimate um, situation where where even if it's a lot of people around, you you could um, hear and participate in the um, in the Pim Talk. Also, uh, we will be at B2B Online in Chicago, uh, April 20th to 22nd, and on IRCE, June 9th to 11th, 2020. And as I said before, uh, if you want to meet us and you're in the construction industry here in Sweden, we will be at the Finfo Day, the 19th of March in Stockholm. So there are, are some opportunities to meet here in the near future. Uh, looking at trainings that's also things that are starting up now for the new year uh, and if we look in the calendar in chicago we will have business consultant training and developer training on february 18th and 19th in malmo we will have in january quite soon here 22nd and 23rd and in april 22nd and 23rd also for developers we also have training in um, in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, it's March 11th and 12th for business consultants and developers. User trainings is also scheduled in Chicago on March 11th and 12th, and uh, there will be dates coming up from for Malmo for user training and Print Academy as well. So I'll get back to that maybe in the next episode. So uh, I hope that you will have a really good start here of 2020 and looking forward to meet you out there. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow Pim Talk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks. Bye.